Welcome to Rejoicing Heart Ministries. We hope everyone is having a great day. This is Robin Donna Litwin here to encourage you with the Word of God. Today we have a teaching about God's awesome love for us. Our reading is from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. Charity suffers long and is kind. Charity envies not. Charity vaunts not itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemly seeks not her own, is not easily provoked, thinks no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Charity never fails. Today's teaching is called Charity. This reading talks about charity, which is God's love. Charity used here by definition is Christian love or agape. To understand this kind of love spoken of here, even more, Know this, agape as a noun means the love of God or the love of Christ for humankind. Add this to the adjective definition which means with the mouth wide open, as in wonder, surprise, or eagerness, and you can see that God's love is incredibly amazing when you understand it, and it is a jaw-dropping love. Understanding this would cause you to say, wow, God loves me that much? Our reading goes on to say that charity, God's love suffers long which means his love lasts long, meaning forever, with patient endurance. The reading goes on to say God's love is kind. It does not envy or vaunt itself, which means it does not boast or brag in itself. It is not puffed up, or in other words, it is not proud. It continues on to say that God's love does not act unseemly or inappropriate. It does not seek its own, which means it is not selfish. God's love is not easily provoked and does not think evil. God's love does not rejoice in iniquity, which is sin, but it rejoices in the truth. This godly love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. The reading ends with charity, or God's love never fails. The last two verses of this reading sum up God's love perfectly, where it says, This love of God bears, believes, hopes, and endures all things. All things means everything. So we know from this verse, That God loves you no matter what you do. God's love never fails, no matter what you do or how you do it. God loves you with agape love, and he will forever. Further proof of this is found in the first letter of John, chapter 4, verse 8, where it says, God is love. God's love is everywhere throughout the Bible. The most notable place to find God's love is John, chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The place in the Word where God's love has helped our marriage the most is in the fruit of the Spirit from the letter of Paul to the Galatians, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. If you take the fruit of the Spirit and meditate on them for a moment, you immediately see that the first thing Paul spoke of was love. This is not a coincidence that he would speak about love first. He spoke of love first because without love, the others become impossible to achieve in your life. Everything God wants you to do and be is encompassed in love, his love. This is the second commandment that Jesus spoke of when he was here, and it is written in Matthew chapter 22, verse 39. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. This second commandment, Jesus spoke of here, explains that when you love your neighbor as yourself, you cannot do any evil things to your neighbor. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, Paul told us, 
how important love is. And now abides faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. Paul said that charity, which is God's love, is greater than faith and hope. This verse supports what our reading says about God's love. With God's love, you can easily apply all the other fruit of the Spirit in your life, such as joy, peace, long-suffering, which is patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, which is humility, and temperance, which is self-control. When you allow God's love to flow through you, all these other fruit of the Spirit flow through you. These fruit of the Spirit amplify charity from our reading today. By applying the fruit of the Spirit in your life, you will be following after the things Paul spoke of here. The fruit of the Spirit applied in your life cause you to love as God loves. While writing this, Jesus showed me my own personal example of God's charity or agape love in my life. I never thought much about it till now, but the Holy Spirit spoke to me, showing me that I have had this agape or jaw-dropping love in my marriage. My eyes were open to see that today. When I look at my wife Donna, I see her with this love of God that is jaw-dropping, knowing in my heart that I am blessed to have someone that shares charity in marriage with me. This is not a lustful love. This is a deep, heartfelt love from God for my wife. I have never asked her if she feels the same way, but I know in my heart that she does. Understand that we were not always this way. We had many problems and issues between us, but with God's love and help, through the fruit of the Spirit, we have transformed our lives and marriage. God showed us what we were doing wrong. We confessed everything to each other, and with God's strength through Jesus, we were able to forgive each other and move on into a place where we have nothing hindering our marriage anymore. This is a process that only God can take you through. It starts with a verse from Luke chapter 12, verse 31. But rather, seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. The best thing you can do if you want to see charity or God's love in your life, begin seeking God with all your heart. When you do this, you begin doing what Jesus commanded you to do. In the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 12, verse 30. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Loving God with all your heart means with all of you. And it brings you to a place where you will see the fruit of the Spirit naturally manifest in you. When this happens, all your relationships will improve. Remember this. God wants you to have happiness in your life. If that wasn't true, joy would not be one of the fruit of the Spirit and listed second after love. We share what we have learned for others to have the same relationship success that we have today. If you take everything you learn here about God's love and apply it to your life, you will be happy and have great relationships and an awesome marriage. Jesus told you about this happiness himself in the Gospel according to John, chapter 13, verse 17. Jesus was quoted here saying, If ye know these things, happy are you if you do them. Father, thank you for your awesome love. Help us love everyone the way you love us. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Thank you for listening to Rejoicing Heart today. If this teaching has blessed you, please consider becoming a monthly partner to help us increase the ways we are proclaiming the Word of God. This is easy to do. Just visit our website at rejoicingheart.net. We thank you for your support. We leave you with more encouragement from the Apostle Paul from Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.